Hey, so today we've got a brand new video, and this comes from a request from somebody. How or what are my three biggest tips for bootstrapped brands starting with Facebook ads? What are the things that you absolutely know if you're just getting started out? If you have a good brand, if you're bootstrapped, you're scaling, you need to get into paid media. What are the things that you need to keep in mind? What are the things that I've done to help brands get to the seven, eight, nine figure type business? Whether they want an exchange, whether they want an exit strategy, whether they're going to Deloitte or they just want a stack paper. What are the three things that you absolutely must know to get started? Let's go. First off, thank you very much to Cody actually for asking me this question because it's super great. I love that the community really wants to know this stuff. And I put a poll out and a bunch of people wanted to know the answer to this. So thank you very much. If you would like to see specific videos or specific topics covered, please comment below and I will absolutely cover those things. Helping you all out is absolutely why I do this. And helping you all out is what's given me the freedom in my life to chase down the things that I'm really enjoying doing. Ultimately, helping people have more success and more confidence in the business because you 100% deserve more time in your life and more money in your pocket. You don't need to be more stressed out to get it. And that's what I'm here to help out with. So today's video is the three things that you need to understand to start off with my biggest tips brand building for bootstrap folks on facebook ads if you like this video please share it with a friend tag them uh you know take this little video and hit that little share button down there show your buddies or subscribe to this thing and ultimately thank you very much for your time because you could have given it to anybody and you've chosen to spend it here let me make it valuable for you Starting off with tip number one, knowing your numbers. It is essential to success for at least one person to have a really good idea of what the numbers for the business are. And when I'm talking about the numbers, what I'm really getting into is what is an allowable cost per acquisition? What is an allowable cost per purchase? Now, we're seeing a lot of Facebook experts in the world and a lot of agency owners that are trying to be thought leaders, they're coming into what we call blended ROAS numbers or CAC numbers, customer acquisition costs. And those are valuable. In maybe two or three years, they'll get down to the real number, which is how much can you afford on a blended rate to pay for every sale? How much money are you willing to invest when you are buying money? And ultimately, Facebook ads are designed to buy money. What exchange rate are you taking money at? And people make the mistake of thinking that it's all about new customers. And you know what? It is all about new customers, but it's also about just making any sale that you can. Would you rather have 10 new customers at $50 a piece or have four new customers that all buy three products and the first sale might have been $50 and the other ones are only 10? Well, you don't even have to pay for it. The point is, it's not just how much money it costs you to acquire that customer, but how much money every sale costs. And based on that, how much are you willing to invest by channel to acquire that customer? The number one way of starting this is saying, what is my average order value, my AOV? The average person that buys from me, how much do they spend? Let me take my total revenue from the month and let me divide it by the total number of conversions I had in the month. And that'll tell me on the month what my average order value is. That is point number one. Point number two, what is the lifetime value of any customer? So your 
$50 customer, are they worth 50 bucks? Are they worth $150? When you acquire somebody once, how much are they worth? And this is really easy to do if you get different metrics from different systems. Shopify will tell this to you directly in the tool. I think Triple Whale does it too. Or if you're using your own metrics, you can absolutely see, well, how many purchases from this individual? It might take a little bit of effort, but it's phenomenally important to know if that $20 product has a $500 lifetime value versus that $150 product has a $200 lifetime value. And the reason that this might differ is because the entry-level product definitely colors the lifetime journey of the customer. So understand what is the most profitable effort for you to do. If you are focusing at a bigger business level of ultimately improving the LTV of your customer, then what you really need to do is understand where is the largest margin between CPA, your cost per acquisition, your cost per purchase, and the overall AOV. Where can you make the most amount of money at the highest volume? Whatever offer, service, or product that is, is absolutely what you should be spending all of your Facebook money on. Because you need to understand where your numbers are optimal. And especially if you're bootstrapped, you don't have the luxury of losing in 15 places when there's one cash bank, just, just this, 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 this stockpile of revenue that you're not taking advantage of. Second thing is systems. And when I work with folks, especially through my Facebook Ads MBA program or in consulting, one of the biggest things that we do is install scalable systems for accountability and transparency for linear and incremental growth. And that's the biggest thing. What we're talking about is let's make every month better than the last one. That's the linear fashion. We are consistently getting better. Now, that growth might not happen in a linear way. We might make $1 one month and $5 the next month and $100 a month after that. That's obviously a hockey stick. But if every month is green versus red, that is a linear path. How do we make sure that we are consistently moving in that type of direction? And one of the easiest ways of doing that is through documentation. It's about getting your reporting down. And it's never about actually trusting what the platforms have to say, but more importantly, knowing your numbers and trend analysis over time so that you can prioritize your business objectives and your efforts. On top of that, it's also about logging your optimization efforts and making sure that you understand your strategies, what your hypothesis for the outcome is, what the overall investment is going to be, what your projected outcome is going to be, and what your confidence is. If you start logging these things, you're going to get better and better at getting right when you make these tests. Your hit rate on successful tests is going to go up. And honestly, if a test fails, it's a loser. That's still a successful test because you learn something, but only if you log it and make sure that that actually informs later decisions. And if you don't have a, a testing log, you're not going to be able to do it. Also, when we come to documentation and systems, what does the next three months look like? What does the next week look like? What tests are you running? What is your strategy? What is the overall business? Are you just saying, well, in two weeks, we're running a sale, so we're going to jump on it. That is an extraordinarily difficult way to run a business. Now, I've absolutely helped eight-figure businesses that run on basically knowing what the next three weeks is going to look like. And they're doing phenomenally successful. But let me tell you, that's the one in a thousand business. That's almost assuredly not you. And when it is that one in a thousand business, it tends to be because there's like five or six people running a giant business because the rest of the business model is so well done 
that they don't need a good infrastructure because they've won someplace else. Now, when those places install that business structure, well, they go from a $8, $10 million brand to a $20, $30 million brand, and they do it in really short amount of time. And if you want to be successful, you have to install these systems, optimization efforts. You have to log the work that you're doing. You have to be able to predict the outcome of what's happening and be able to identify what opportunities are actually worth your time versus just a waste of your effort. You also have to understand what the future looks like, and that can be a changing roadmap, but everybody that's my student has a testing roadmap that ultimately they get through. When you go through the MBA program, you leave with all of this documentation in place, and a lot of my consulting clients also will get this in place. They know what the next two weeks looks like, what the next 45 days looks like, what the next 90 days looks like, and if you don't, then there is no way that you're gonna be able to tell me the value of the test that you're currently running and the implementation in a quarter from now. You have no idea. And if you have no idea, then it's going to be very difficult for you to tell me that you're not going to make the same mistake over and over again. The last thing that you must know is what your runway looks like. What I mean by this is you're not going to be profitable on day one with Facebook. That's a given. How long can you lose and at what scale? How long can each test be run for? Everything that you're doing in your business to improve it is ultimately a test against the control element, or it should be. What is the investment required to execute this test? What is the overall outcome that makes that test a winner or a loser? If your answer is, well, we launched this ad and it did better, great. What does that mean three months from now? If your answer is, well, we launched this ad set and this gets this new targeting audience and for like three days it did phenomenal and then it died, like, great. What does that mean? I hope it means you're not going to try to do that test again. But almost everybody just tries to repeat that same short win over and over again. And you're never going to build a massive business on a short con that is unsustainable. So my point is, understand the runway of your efforts. What does success look like? What is the level of investment and return? And what is your timeline? If you do not know those things, understand that when your business fails, it's not going to be Facebook's fault. And if you need help with that stuff, let me know. Those are things I cannot do inside of these YouTube videos. But I absolutely do for every single day. If you like this, YouTube says you might like these things right here. And other than that, don't be shy to subscribe. Till next time, hi, I'm Charlie. I'll see you on the internet.